0: The discussion that you're about to hear took place on January 20, 2021, between theologian Christoph Karamza and myself, Abhijit Naskar. Karamza was suspended by the Vatican from his official position as a Catholic priest after coming out as a homosexual. There are many more, like Christoph, who live a life of exile under the totalitarian oppression of religious orthodoxy. This cannot go on. Enjoy the conversation. Yes, I am
1: I am priest, Catholic priest, today much more than before. Uh, without, without possibility of official practice, but I have the whole power to, you <laughs> to, see, to be a priest. And you well, know, I think that ministry is not to do something, it's not practice, it's not uh, rituals. It's a question of being, question of testimony. So uh, I think that I have now discovered that religion in the first place is the question of my conscience. And in my, in my case, uh, this is really uh, also history of objection of conscience against my church, against my official religion. But, uh, yeah, but, but I, am, I am ever inside with penalties, with suspensions, with uh, exile. Uh, I like to, to define this situation. Uh, exile from my home, from my community, but uh, but exactly now I think that I touch essential of religion or essential of yeah, but perhaps then we can we can we can discuss what we understand for religion because this that is, is
0: the, that this is a the, the great the, question this is the question I mean. When a person really starts as an outsider, without any influence from any institution, then perhaps there is a possibility that that person can truly realize what religion is. As an outsider, that's that's how Jesus began. That's how Buddha began. If Jesus had followed every single rule of the religion of his days, then Christianity or Catholicism itself would not have been born in the first place. I mean, he began as an outsider. Buddha began as an outsider. So whenever a person starts to question their existence about about the very definition of holiness or divinity, and that very question uh, leads them to defy every single rules of the institution, at least those that may have applied to the life before, like in our old days, but those rules do not apply to us any longer in our modern society, such as the rules of homosexuality, the rules of extremism, the rule that says that my religion is the best and every other religion is false. The rule that says, if you do not convert to my religion, you're not going to understand religion altogether. So the question is not really, we are not asking, what is religion? People, most people are asking, what is the definition of my religion? As in Catholicism or Christianity or Islam or Hinduism. So most of them are conditioned by their own distinct institutions to understand religion based on the path laid by those institutions. So maybe that that gives them a sense of security, of course, and that makes that security of so many people makes the institution itself stronger. But at the same time, so that brings people comfort, but at the same time, there's a downside, which means you no longer can question any law that you do not see fit in a modern society. You no longer question any authoritative power that your institution may impose on you. And if that is religion, then that is precisely anti life because life is about exploration. Life is about discovery. And any religion it doesn't matter the label that we put on it any religion or any institution that says that there can be no definition of religion outside the definition that I provide to you. So that institution is going against life itself. Life always finds a way. Love always finds a way. Sometimes it goes even against the norms of society in your case, but it does find a way. And if it doesn't, then it just squeezes the life out of existence. If you cannot express the love in your existence, then you do not have life in that existence. And any institution that imposes a barrier on that love, imposes a barrier on life, then how can that institution be an authority on religion? Because religion itself is self-discovery.
1: Yeah, you uh, touch many issues. First of all, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that mm, exactly the essential of religion is the way of life. Uh, the way of life of people who uh, commit them to followership. Or friendship or um, way together with somebody who um, offer, like Jesus, like Buddha, uh, offer security of some important questions in our life but I think they don't, they don't begin with answers, doctrines, teachings. Uh, they don't begin with norms. They begin with invitation to, to follow. So for me, religion is like way of life. And in this sense, I, I hate to speak about religion like system of or institution or or order or or, yeah also uh, when we say church it's something uh, today it's something so institutional that we don't hear the essential of this ecclesia of this a greek convocation which is in the in the essence of, of religion. Religion is the way to be together with people who have the same um, idea of meeting, of somebody who, who loved them. And, uh, and nothing more. In, in, um, in that sense, strictly saying,
2: I think that religions doesn't exist. There are only religious people. So
1: religion, what we call religion, is formed by people. It must be reformed by people. And this must be um, lived by people. But religion doesn't exist. there are ways, paths, paths of um, of, our, um, of our, yeah, I can say communion uh, with somebody who can give me understanding of some important questions of the life. Um, in this sense, I think uh, that religion is a question of conscience and not institution. Of course, there are all these things in, in religion, images, ideas, practices, beliefs, doctrines, institutions also, uh, and then laws and, and so on. But, um, but when, we, when we lost the essential of um, perhaps natural religion or natural spirituality of human being uh, when we hide this natural religiosity uh, we we are far from uh, from essence of 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 religion so um, uh, i like the comparison of um, uh, Catholic historian uh, Catherine Wallace she Say ever that religion is like art, poetry, literature, um, reveals with by symbols, by images, by rituals, metaphors, tell story, uh, uh, storytelling, and and in this sense, it's very different from science, but we need music, and not only acoustic, uh, or musicology. And in this sense, we need also religion, because religion can communicate something different, and in different way, as... uh, as it can do um, science or, or philosophy. Uh, so, yeah, but uh, in this sense, I am a man of religion, as Dalai Lama uh, can say, but he at ever, yes, but religion alone cannot answer all our problems, all our questions. So, religion needs harmony with science, with human knowledge, with human experience, Uh, need harmony uh, with uh, all development of human being, all development of our conscience, not only personal, but also social. In this sense, when you say I like, of course, this personal perspective uh, uh, about religion, my religion, because um, when when you begin to to speak about religion or no religion, about belief or no belief of your life, you begin speak about you. (laughs) And, And for me, I am theologian, Theology begin with your personal experience. Uh, and then institutional church canceled all human experience and said, no, no, we must repeat something but not confront it with social experience of today. Uh, it's a great, great error. But uh, when you say my religion, I, I like to... Um, to I, I hope, for me, it- it's not expression of individualism. So, we, religion has also a social and communitarian aspect. Religion is communion, is building bridges in a very metaphoric, symbolic way. Um, but, uh, yeah. But in harmony of the whole Human being and of the of the whole society. So when today and you have just uh, presented some ideas of theology of pluralism, religious pluralism. I think this is the answer for for our time. The answer, uh, by the way, condemned by by my church, by Catholic Church and many other Christian nominations. But um, but theologians like like. Paul Knitter or, or John Hick or, or Roger Haight. Uh, I think that offer the prophetical view to the development of our comprehension of religion. So I can understand my religion or religiosity only when I begin to understand religion of other. Today I cannot Close me in my study of, of my religion as it was yeah, 100 years ago, or not. So I must open my mind for another ex- religious experience. For I understand my religion, I need to understand other religion. But this is not enough. And I think that I must be open to people who are free from religion. I must be open to science, to human experience, to philosophical uh, investigation. And I must be open to people who don't believe who are without religion. And I cannot understand me, myself, if I understand them. Uh, and I think this is, this is the, the principal problem of, of religion today. We continue, that the many religions, and yeah, majority of religions, are, uh, are close according to this old concept of our small religious village, small comprehension of only my, um, my existence. Uh, and, but yeah, when I say that I am, I must say we are. And I must understand we are, and this um, this plurality or pluralism is not only
2: respect or tolerance
1: of the presence of others, de facto, in my life, in our life, but this openness must be experience of happiness because without others, without difference, without other, other religions, or without people, without religion, I cannot understand myself. Uh, and this, this was also my, my discovery after coming out. It was no my conviction when I was member or minister of institution uh, and uh, uh, yes I, I work also in, in inquisition of of the catholic church so uh, you can image that this is exactly another uh, perspective of government of power of religion and then you can understand this is the pers- official perspective of my religion. It's not not so small a religion, one million to three, three hundred million people uh, who, who are represented by mm, yeah, authoritarian, close, and uh, as you said, mm, we cannot... We cannot continue to say together, my God is better than, than your God, my religion is truer than your religion, or your being without religion, or your being uh, humanist. And, uh, but it was my work in the church. My work was to confirm this This not true. And this is not not biblical, true. This is not, it has nothing to do with with Jesus and or um, with essential
2: Christianity. You
0: said one thing, <clears throat> excuse me, that science, uh, religion is different from science. I see that science and religion Are not really so much different. They may work differently, but they aim towards the same purpose. They aim towards the elevation of the human mind, of the human society. Yes, they do work differently. Science works, for example, based on facts, data, figures. But what is the difference between a scientific database and a scientist? A scientific database doesn't know what to do with that data, it is only the scientist with a humane vision, with an inclusive vision that can make sense of what to do with that data so that it can improve the human condition in the human society. And if a scientist doesn't care about all that, like I will just do whatever I want with the data to hell with the society. Then, how can that person be a human in the first place? A person who has no concern for other uh, human beings, for the society, then he is negating himself or herself or themselves as humans. So, in that case, they are not even scientists, they're just machines. And in a way, authoritarianism has turned. Religious institutions also into kind of factories. They manufacture individuals Mm -hmm. to confirm their laws, their theories. So I say there is the moment you start saying that my religion, you stop talking about religion altogether. You go into theories and speculation and fundamentalism and literalism. So, which is against life? For example, people often ask me, uh, am I a believer or an atheist? I tell them, I'm neither a believer or an atheist. But they say, okay, if you are not an atheist, then you are a believer. Or if you are not a believer, then you are an atheist. So in the mind of society, they have made up already these two options. They are not going to consider anything outside that domain, outside that two very narrow circles. How can you comprehend the religion of one person, no matter who he is or she is, based on your own understanding, based on your own condition? If you want to understand a person, who that person is, it is a different person. You cannot impose your emotions or your thought or your perception on that person and say, okay, now I understand the person. So I put a label based on his characteristic or her characteristics. I place a label on it. He is an atheist. She is an atheist. Or he is a believer or non-believer. But in a way, whoever questions the institutions becomes, is seen as a non-believer, as an atheist. But in another way, that's where the understanding of true religion begins. When you start to question, when you start to dive deep into the, what you said, the essence of religion. The term Christianity, as you said, Religion doesn't exist. So you see, Christianity doesn't exist. Christ did. People made a whole religion out of Christ. Then they built fences and barriers and more laws so that they could control people. And they enforced those laws on the society as much as they could. Now, so they needed these institutions. But Christ himself, what is Christ? Christ or what is even the Bible? What is Christianity? Christianity is simple, love thy neighbor. There is nothing else. But if you go to church and the preacher or the priest uh, preaches you and you memorize and just repeat, love thy neighbor, love thy neighbor, love thy neighbor. But when actually somebody comes around asking for help, you ask them, what is your religion? I'm going to help you. Are you ready to convert to my religion? Then I'm going to help you. That's not what mm-hmm. love thy neighbor is about. Love has no religion. Love has no gender. Love itself is religion. And different people across the world, based on geography, based on their their, their social conditions at that period of time, Comprehended religion in their own way, and they preached those. At that time, there was not religion. They preached those feelings, those sentiments. They talked about Mm. those sentiments. They talked about those fundamentals of human life that people couldn't keep them what they were as simple fundamentals of life. They had to make an institution out of it. For example, uh, Christ went against the fundamentalism or extremism or authoritarianism of Judaism. So then we had Christianity because his followers made a whole new religion out of it. But there was no need. Then again, in, in, in the other part of the world, there was another person called Nanak. So at that time, he was born in India and at that time there was a conflict between the Hindus and the Muslims so he said uh, God is only one whether you call it whether it is from Hindus or Muslims so it is the one and the same thing ek om kar satna, which means just that there is only one God his preaching but his disciples could not keep it as simple as that they again made an entire new religion out of him, Sikhism, they called it. So every single person, every single outsider came up, They, in a way they came out of the closet in their own way, as in they came out of their own institutionalism. They came against, they stood up against their societal oppression in a way. And whenever they succeeded, they preached those fundamentals. They talked about, preach is not even the right word. We do not even have the right word for it. They just talked about it. Mm What are you, what are, how are you going to define goodness? How are you going to define kindness? These are not preachings. These are the fundamentals of life. They talked about them, but people could not keep it simple enough. They made religions, they made the very definition of religion and they, they created in each sector, in each part of the society. They wrote those things down. Then they put in more things, more things, more things. They made new laws and wrote them down, made a Bible, made a uh, Guru Granth Sahib in Sikhism, made a Quran, And then those books became religion. What is this? How can a book be a religion? Religion is a person. Religion is life. How can you bind a life in one book? One person cannot even understand life in one existence. Then, how can a book explain life? Yes, there are ingredients of life in every single corner of society, in every single book across the world. If you just stick to one book, how are you going to comprehend that vastness of life? If you just stick to the convictions of one corner of society, how are you going to comprehend the grandiose of the universal life? Life is universal. People in different times, in different parts of the world, understand it differently. They write it down differently. And then in time some people are able to go beyond the words but most people cannot so they stick to those words and they forget that those words are meant to be understood metaphorically they start to comprehend them literally so they begin to create a chaos out of those books they create fundamentalism out of those books so in a way religion which itself means Bringing people together, religion itself, as you said, communion, it becomes anti-communion, anti-community. And how can anything that is anti-community be religion? Because it doesn't bridge people. It doesn't bring people together. So wherever there is authoritarianism, there cannot be religion. And wherever there is religion, there cannot be authoritarianism. <laughs> oh yeah
1: <laughs> nice conclusion uh, yeah um, it's important thing that you um, point we must reflect about frontiers of, uh, of religion and uh, my region cannot be close and a uh, it's right. Uh, the world is not formed by religious person of one religion and atheists or not believers. No, no. There's more complicated and exactly uh, also Catholic reflection about uh, pluralism, religious pluralism, discovered today that we humans can have also double permanence in two more religions in the same time not as religious tourism or religious market of curiosities but as deep experience of looking for answers what i cannot find only in one tradition i think that today in in uh, Western people, who mm, yeah, majority has has Christian background, uh, are so interested, so uh, um, mm, uh, mm, so interested in Buddhism, in uh, Asian religions, that many of them we can say have the double double belonging to to your Christian tradition, but also to to, to Buddhists. Paul Knitter, who is a great um, master in in these things, have a nice book uh, entitled Without Buddha, I cannot be Christian. Uh, Because experience of another religion, Help me to understand symbols of my tradition uh, so uh, so this, um, our limits cannot be so strong and, and this is the problem of institutional agents. Uh, another example for this for this experience are mixed marriage or mixed relationships of people of two different religions my catholic church uh, imposes the condition that children must be educated in catholic faith and i think that it's unhuman Uh, it's impossible to uh, to to say to two people who who love each other that on, that tradition of only one of them can be transmitted to, to children. So, um, so the religion or religious institution blocks the most human, open, and we are also. Uh, uh, humble attitude to to this experience of looking for answers because yeah as, as you said uh, religion is a process religion is is something uh, yeah something like evolution something like like continuous development and not uh, something static and because life is not static. Uh, I think that mm, when, when you speak about these negative uh, sides of, of religious attitude, I think that today institutional religions have a big problem uh,
2: in their experience of
1: religion the clean or the clean of of religiosity of many people uh, many mm, great religions or christian confessions are, are have put all attention on their political and economical uh, activity. Uh, I observe something like reduction of religion to politics. Uh, experience of my church many times is uh, experience of something like political party, global party, uh, in this sense very dangerous party not a uh, diversificate in local experience of of of, of people but global and uh, and total uh, i don't want to say totalitarian uh, but something like big brother who won't organize your life and this is this is the the answer of many religions to this uh, experience that, yes, we have also... uh, uh, We have also... uh, mm, Oh. uh, Less people in our churches we, we, must, we must confirm that this Europe, where we are now, will not return to be Europe of cathedrals, where Christianity was the key of, of life and social uh, security and, uh, and collaboration but we want to maintain our power, political, economical and social power. And how we can do this? We can fight to dominate parliaments, governments, uh, international institutions. So in this way, religions don't remember that I, as minister or religious leader, I serve the person. Is it enough when I serve only one person in this world. I am looking to ha- to maintain my domi- domain, uh, my dominion uh, over, over society. Religion reduced to polity. And that means that uh, religions begin to operate uh, many times against democratic rules. We must impose our uh, norms, our rules, and I don't think about rule of love or golden rule of religion. Uh, I think about many rules who, what are not religious uh, or principally religious uh, um, speciality. Uh, when we fight to political victory over societies, that is the Place for
2: all extremists' answers.
1: And when you think about, yeah, my example is ever Catholic Church, my house.
0: Uh, Yours yours is actually not an example. Yours is a revolution that the church (laughs) did.
1: No, yeah, yeah, but, you know, a Catholic Church has the uh, uh, instruction how every Catholic can vote in this world, in this democratic world. And when you, mm, when you analyze what can we or who we can vote for our representation in the society, in Spain, for instance, for example, Catholics can vote only. Neo fascist party or semi neo fascist party, and there is nobody more. Uh, Many Christians denominations today are shift uh, are um, tending to extreme fascist or neo fascist position, and. You say, "Of course, uh, this is not the problem of all Catholics. There are many good people. But these good people permit that our religion as institution in reality kidnapped essential religion and impose in our name the new fascism in, in this world. And uh, here for me, state the problem of fundamentalism. I know that, that you um, correctly um, speak about literalism, and I know that you know that in fundamentalism you can find good things and, 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 and wrong things. I think that fundamentalism is ever wrong because fundamentalists ever kill.
2: And and the error is
1: that we are convinced, in public opinion, that fundamentalism is connected with terrorism of one religion, uh, who, serve also politic, and can invite terrorists in your city. So, no, this is perhaps is, is hard fundamentalism, hard version. But there is also soft version of fundamentalism. And, and the soft version is very present in, uh, today in Christian denominations. First of all, it's clear that temptation of fundamentalists is present in every religion. And not only religion, also science. But uh, but when
2: you when you analyze what what are doing
1: uh, what are Evangelists doing today. What uh, is uh, the project of the world of Catholic Church? Uh, you discover very fundamentalist position, uh, which they want imposed uh, with their authoritarian force, and. Mm, This kind of fundamentalism I call soft, but I am sure that this high fundamentalist of normal religions who uh, don't want to kill nobody and reality is more dangerous as this news of some or terrorists who uh, kill physically, life. There are many forms of killing. We can kill spiritually, psychologically, socially. And, and Christians today killing our society. Many, many denominations. Uh, Christian fundamentalist is more dangerous. First of all, because it presents itself uh, in very intellectual and uh, kind form. Uh, packet is interesting uh, with great smile, uh, uh, with big money, and with great conviction that only our true is real true. It's Absolute. In this sense, yes, our missionary um, must be uh, reconsidered in the future. Uh, but first of all, we must reconsider our reduction of religion to politics and then our looking for extremist position and um, and our fundamentalism, yeah, many times this is the reaction, reaction of fear when uh, institution discover that uh, people are, are not there. We are alone. We are alone with with our absolute truth, and we must impose that to to, to the society. Um, Ronald Ingerhart, uh, in his last book uh, from last uh, the 2020, "Religions decline," uh, have a good, good analysis um, churches, religions today want to impose, continue impose. Uh, on society, their fertility norms. that means you must uh, impose to women to stay at home and produce uh, as many children as possible. Uh, you must uh, do everything. That gays, lesbians, transgender, intersexual people stay in the closet and continue there, and don't reveal their, their identity. And of course, you, you must fight against uh, everything what is a not promotion of fertility, divorce, homosexuality. Uh, masturbation, contraception, abortion, and so on. But today's society doesn't need that. These no, this norms, um, uh, according to, to Ingerhardt, uh, society needed, I'm not so sure, but these norms were useful in the past when there were high Uh, infant mortality and low life expectancy. But today it's exactly uh, contrary. We need a new system of norms and we need individual choice norms. That not means relativism, that not means individualism, That not means no ethic. Oh no, this is ethic. And I think that we discover only today real ethic. Ethic of my individual choice. Ethic of my sexual life, of my relationship, of my
2: uh, procreativity
1: so um, we discover that person is the heart of our choice and not system of rules uh, we discover that uh, first of all this new possibilities we have is um coherent with human rights because um Fighting to 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 for for close women in at home and, and gays at closet in in reality presents high human costs and it's a it's a real persecution. So it, today when I think about fundamentalism my mm, my criterion for defining this phenomenon is not only um,
2: attitude uh, Of readers of
1: of the, uh, uh, religious texts. But also my position respect human rights. And here we are in great delay in the world of religions. I want to hear what do you think, but perhaps when you Permit. I have one photo for you
2: Mm
1: -hmm. from family album. Well, religious family album. Uh, This Ah, is the situation of moral condition of religious leaders today. Uh, It Mm -hmm. was before COVID, 2017. Yes. Uh, In White House, uh, Trump administration uh, with all religious leaders firm this um, dangerous and unhuman uh, law uh, with very nice title, uh, promoting... uh, free speech and uh, uh, religious freedom. And this is law
2: that permit to consider religion beyond
1: society and beyond normal law. This is the license to discriminate homosexual people, women, minorities, no believers, and so on. And, and it's perfect when you see here the presence of Catholic Church is majority. There are three persons, Cardinal Werr, well, mm-hmm. uh, one year later demissed because protector of many pedophiles priests, but presented in the same moment by my Pope Francis as a model of bishop, perhaps, yeah, when you hide mm, pedophile priests, you are a model of, of, our, of our bishops. Uh, but this is the shame. Here are two nuns, little sister of the poor. I was chaplain in, They house in Rome, Mm -hmm. and they (coughs) didn't give me time for give my things after my coming out. And they have many uh, trials uh, with employers, gays or women's uh, who are eliminated from their houses or hospitals and this law of, of Trump is
2: exactly the good
1: image of moral and spiritual condition of religion. And here are mostly and, uh, Jews and Indo and evangelicals
2: and And then when I when I see
1: what what we are looking for as religions in this world, and this is power and and authoritarian power over everybody, uh, I ask me where is my house? Where is my community? Uh, and perhaps, in this moment, I return to your to your solution. I need my religion uh, because in science, you are in community of scientists and um, and you are at home when you respect the correctness of our uh, process of knowledge.
2: But in many religions today, when you don't promote your hateful position, You cannot find nothing more. So, I discover how many people
1: begin to feel themselves exiled from every religion and tired uh, when what they do and
2: uh, and what they do also
1: in this pandemic time is not in favor of humanity but against our humanity. Uh, It's not for
2: offer love but exactly something other. You said
0: I'm a scientist, I belong in a community. Uh, The problem with our world is that we have many communities, scientists, preachers, theologians, philosophers, but none of those communities is perfect. None of those communities is at its absolute best because those communities are made up of people and people will always have this good side and the dark side. Dark side as in, we must simplify it. What is the dark side? The dark side is Again, comes down to those days, those ancient days, or even our days in the jungle, when kill or be killed was the law. And that instinct for survival still lives on in us. And that makes us do horrible things. So that is the evil side or the dark side. But again, we developed the civilized side, the capacity for questioning, the capacity for acceptance the capacity for inclusion now this capacity for inclusion doesn't come easy it is very difficult because it is a comparatively new capacity whereas our evil traits our traits for segregation our traits for uh denying people to enter our community our traits for excluding people, our traits for prejudice and discrimination, those things go back millions of years. So you can imagine the difference, the difference in time that these two sides of the human mind have existed. So that makes our good side, it makes it difficult for us to practice the good side. The more we practice, the more it becomes stronger. Now. You said, I belong in a community of scientists, but again, the community of scientists itself is like the community of preachers or theologians. There are preachers who are against homosexuality, who are against equality, who are against religious harmony, but there are also new preachers, preachers with new ideas who want to evolve, who want to break the very, very paradigm. Of their institutional religion they want to take catholicism to the new society into the new age where there will be no homophobia where there will be no prejudice or discrimination against people from different religions so these are two two kind of priests that exist in the mm. religious circle so there are again two kinds of scientists who exist in the religious circle or in the scientific circle the scientists who proudly proclaim themselves atheists and they foster the same kind of hateful attitude towards believers, like the religious extremists do towards people from other beliefs. So these are atheists, so-called atheist scientists. And again, I am going against that community by saying I do not approve of the hate towards the people who need their faith who need their belief, religion. However, we see it has existed till now because it gives people comfort. Now, if I, as a human being, cannot help another person in distress, then who the hell am I to say that that person is delusional because they take comfort in an idea of God or because they take comfort in their religion in their practice of prayer, in their practice of rituals. So these are the scientists who do not accept me as part of their community because I talk about religious harmony, because I do not approve of hate towards religion, because I am not anti-religion. As if there is these people who think that science and religion cannot go together. What nonsense is this? Science and religion must go together. You cannot progress as a society if you take away one of the, one of the two wheels. Science is the fact. Science is the, science is the curiosity. But religion, religion is the unity. Religion is the bridge. Okay, there are problems with institutionalism. But address the problems, not religion itself. We have to make the very definition of religion evolve, just like we have to make the very definition of science evolve. There are people or there are scientists who have made science in a kind of anti-religious paradigm, which science is not. So there is this revolution in science itself, like there is this revolution in religion, which takes religion ahead towards a more inclusive society. So there is this in science towards a more inclusive society. Okay, I understand science. I understand how the universe works. But if I do not have the basic kindness, the basic humanity to accept another person just the way they are, if they are not committing any kind of hateful act, then who am I to say that that person is unscientific? What the hell is unscientific? You cannot live on facts alone. You're not a machine. People are not machines. Computer can. I would rather lose a debate than lose a friend. Because humans are there. You can live with humans. You do not live with facts. Yes, facts are part of life. But what comes first? People or facts. Of course, people first. That's common sense. What are you going to do if we only have facts, we only have Google, but no people around us? And we are not going to find anybody who is exactly like us. There is always going to be some kind of variation because variation itself is life. Life itself is variation. Life itself is founded on pluralism. We call it pluralism, but it's just diversity. Is variation so to recognize diversity is science but to celebrate it is humanity and that is the fundamental of religion religion itself is human we have institutionalized it we have theorized it we can speculate we have speculated it but at the end of the day if we remove the covers of the Bibles, the covers of the Qurans, the covers of the Gita and bring the, bring the most fundamental things from every single book or every single religion and you will find something common, just like you will find something hateful in each of those books because those books were written by people and people can never be free from prejudice, can never be free from their primitive characteristics So. We have these biases so, which creep, uh, seep into everything we do. So human society itself becomes a melting pot of good and evil because the humans mm-hmm. themselves are a fusion of good and evil. So we have to, as you said, when people do, are not accepted in a community, they they start to come together. So what happens when people are not accepted in a community? Then they seek other people like themselves. Then they create a new community. So we have where they share beliefs, where they share rituals, where they share habits, where they share norms. So that community becomes a new community which did not exist some time ago. Now again, In the new time, so we have this new community. But again, you'll find there are new people who are born in that community who will feel that they do not belong in that community. Again, they will feel discriminated, they will feel exiled because they do not belong in the community built by the people who themselves built it because they did not feel like they belonged in the community of their times. So yes, we approve, there will always be norms, there will always be societal habits. Society cannot exist without a structure. Humans are not advanced yet, we need a structure. But also in each structure, each paradigm, we have to accept the fact that the paradigm that we are building is not at its absolute best, is not the best paradigm that we can build. Once we accept that, that what we are doing, we are doing our best, but it may not be the perfect for the future generation. Then we hand over that paradigm, that societal structure to the new generation, to their generation of the future, and if they see and we tell them, this is what I have for you. But do not stick to it. Take whatever there is good you think applies to your time, your life, your existence and make it evolve and even think of new things and expand. Expansion is the seed of life. So once we tell that, then there is no place for extremism, there is no place for fundamentalism. I have created this paradigm I give you this, but this is not perfect, my son, my child, my kid, my daughter. Make it evolve, make it better. So, this constant urge to become better, this constant urge to evolve, and the acceptance of that fact that's what makes us civilized human beings, which this trait did not exist in our ancestors. Our ancestors. Could not comprehend it. What they did is they created the paradigm and they made sure that that structure or that paradigm remain exactly the same and that they are obeyed exactly the way they obeyed them. And that created all the conflicts. They could not comprehend the, how the society will be in 100 years or in uh, 2000 years, in case of Christianity. But they said, This is, we have this book for today you must accept it, whether you are born today or 2000 years later. What is this? If you do not involve evolution, whether it is science, whether it is religion, doesn't matter whether it is philosophy, whether it is theology, if you do not involve evolution, then you are essentially leading it to a more chaotic society. The paradigm that you're creating going to lead to more chaos because you forgot to accept the fundamental thing, the fundamental of evolution. So everything, religion, science, philosophy, politics, doesn't matter what, it must evolve. And that's what, again, Catholicism or Christianity or other religious institutions, they are trying to do something that is go back to the old days when religion and politics was the same Religion was politics. So in, in our pursuit for democracy towards building a civilized society, we we, we severed that, that string between religion and politics. We severed it. But again, these several uh, institutions in several countries are trying to, again, go back to those old days. They want to go back, not forward. They are not, they are not advocating for uh, free, freedom of love. Love itself is free, but the very fact that we have to talk about freedom of love is a, a disgusting matter. It's a disgusting stain our, on our very existence, that we still do not have the capacity to love whoever we want, or we do not have the capacity to do whatever we want. We have to still talk about it. But we have to talk about it because without revolution, there is no progress. So if there is no revolution, if somebody doesn't say, stand up and say that this is wrong, this is time to change, this is time to evolve, then that structure is going to remain the same forever, which will create more bloodshed, more extremism. I mean, why does the Pope exist, the authority figure, Pope or Dalai Lama? Why do these people exist? Because people allow it. If the people across the world, majority of the people stood up and say, I'm going to follow Christianity in my way. I'm not going to recognize any authority of Pope. Who the hell is Pope? Why should I recognize that authority? My authority is my own conscience. And if Christ said something good for the society, then I have the same Christ spirit because the Christ was a human being and every single human being who does human deeds is a living Christ no matter what religion they come from. So the same way every single human being who does a good deed is a Buddha. So the same way religion, these these words, these labels have, have, have barred society, have imprisoned society because people have allowed it. Take the Dalai Lama, for example. I mean, in one uh, in one se- in one space, he says, "Love is my religion." Okay, uh, so he says, "Love is my religion." I'm not going against it, but I'm just trying to point out the dilemma of the matter, the complexity of the matter. He says, "Love is my religion. Compassion is my religion." If that's so, then why do you not dissolve your very institution? Why do you have to pass that? authority of the new Lama, of Dalai Lama to another person. Why don't you dissolve it if love is your religion? Now, I accepted that people may need that, uh, that, that comfort from that authority. So we are not going to that debate. But that, there is, that is the question. Why should people allow authority in the space of religion? Your religion is your conscience, your temple. Your church is your own heart. Whatever goodness there is, you can learn from your own conscience. If you just question, if you just wonder, if you just explore, you don't need a Pope to tell you who to love. You don't need a Pope to tell you who to vote, but they still do because again, that's what you say, soft fundamentalists. Like they just, they just sit around and do whatever they're told. I mean, they go, may not go into the extreme, that's even worst kind of fundamentalist because they are allowing it without taking any credit for the bad deeds done by the extremists, done by the fundamentalists. Three
1: points, very interesting. First of all, our communities are not perfect. Yeah, that means that we need constantly reform. So religious people, Need to reform our their religions, our experience. In science it's perhaps easier because the old thesis is uh, substituted by new thesis, which is more coherent uh, with, uh, with reality or express better reality. Uh, in religion, I like your solution, conscience, your religion. You must follow your way in uh, in the tradition and not be slave of authority. But this is possible in Buddhism. This is possible in some Protestant liberal denominations of Christian where The person is center and your relationship with um, with religious reality is fundamental, your faith, your belief. This is more difficult in religions like uh, Catholicism, Jewish religion or Muslim, where the imposition, institutional imposition of uh, uh, true or official true not depends from your interpretation. You are not freedom of interpretation. You must accept. And many Catholics today, many Christians also in another denomination say, of course, I am there but I have my way, and, uh, and here, I begin ever discussion, and it's not easy to convince that in reality, we are used by institutional religion to impose authoritarian way of domination of the society. We are numbers. Uh, what do the Catholic Church in uh, United Nations uh, in their diplomacy do in my name so it's not enough for me to say uh, of course you I can be happy because i I have found my well-being, stability in this religion? No. I must fight for reform of this religion if I won't be coherent with the truth. Uh, in this sense, for example, I cannot accept that my religion is represented by a state, say, state of Vatican. It's unjust. It's something like so anti-ecumenical and anti-religious, when mm, there is no another religion with representation of this of this power, international power, with diplomacy in every every country, mm, not every, but why? Oh uh, yeah, with with great politics. International and oppression international what can have only state authority this is contrary to project of Jesus of gospel and essence of religion and this is this is lack like of fraternity with other religions who have no disrepresentation. Um, this is imposition, authoritarian. But this is this. Fun, it's its function in my name because I am Catholic. In this sense, when when we say that fundamentalism, in reality destroy the true religion and kidnap the essence of religion and sell the true religion, in reality, it's not only the work of terrorists. This is the work of many religious institutions. This is the work of Vatican for Catholic Church or for, mm, we can say, uh, world, because this world is, is, is beyond influence of uh, our of influence of, of this uh, yeah, of this, of this human power of religion. So but I agree that, uh, that uh, when you say that there are people who allow authority and here for me uh, On the question how we can reform religion, religiosity, or religious mentality, uh, social and institutional, or perhaps um, earlier personal.
2: In many religions,
1: in many confessions, uh, Christian confessions, are people who can participate in some way in formation of who we are, what we we think. In Catholicism, it's impossible. Uh, Can I wait when my community, when my religion, wake up for return to love and cancel its obsession about fertility, about reproduction? Can I wait when mm, my religion return to discover that love is essential for relationship and not producing uh, embryons? Uh, Can I wait, or I must do something? Uh, or another can I, can I fight my peace of conscience my mm, private way of be, being Catholic in this system or I must denunciate this system as, as I do with fundamentalism of Evangelicals, uh, or Islamists, fundamentalists who...
2: mm, I think that... to be free in conscience and faithful to your conscience, I cannot be silent. And...
1: And yeah, for me, this is my way of religion now. Objection of conscience to, to institution that which uh, kidnapped essential religion of its fundamentalist vision of power. And as you know, Every Catholic, you say, we are not literalists. We are not proud. We are proudly we are not fundamentalists. We are fundamental, we are literalists only in some parts of the Bible. I think that in science
2: it's easier to find community because or uh,
1: for remember my preferred example sexual orientation today is much more than only scientific hypothesis it's something more it's scientific thesis and i must respect that when when i want to mm, stay in a uh, you know, respectful scientific circle but of course, I know there are many scientists influenced by closeness of religion who, uh, who mm, deny that.
2: Um, what we need in the, in the religion for reform
1: our delayed, we need confrontation with other religions, but first of all, with science, but not science uh, done by our propagandists' representation. Uh, science uh, uh, in this version of authority of majority uh, which is not so present in dialogue of many Christian denominations. When you when
2: when I think
1: when I think about evil produced by religion in many questions of gender, of sexuality, of uh, women rights or LGBT, IQ rights today, I think that the only way for reform is to obligate religion to obligate our religious leaders to confront them with science and confront them seriously with science. And how I can do this.
2: Uh, I like your solution.
1: Without revolution, it's impossible. Without revolution, there is no progress, but without revolution, there is no change of religion, development of religion. And and revolution is the matter of people. For revolution, I need people.
2: And perhaps in this religious world,
1: The sad experience that you don't find people who won't risk their life for revolution is a
2: very frequent experience. Uh, many times
1: my impression is that when you discover that religion is question of my conscience, I begin subject of religion. But my experience is that many religious people want only prepared product without reflection. And here, the answer of Christians, Jews, Muslims, is perfect. It's a prepared container of revelation. Something like box sent by Amazon or directly from heaven. Not, it's not important, but, but it's not religion. It's ideological imposition, close for for meet other, other people. It's uh, mm, it's exactly contradiction of
2: religion, and I see many religious
1: people fear perhaps it's my Catholic deformation. Fear of personal reflection. Um, We Catholics are formed in this this sense. We can reflect, but only in in the system imposed and not without it. And and here, Mm. Here the wall to destroy is not only the closeness of religious leaders, but closeness of followers who are victims, oppressed victims of many unhuman positions, uh, which must be reformed and reformed urgently because religion cannot continue be unhuman. Religion cannot continue to be motor of uh, misogyny or, or, or homophobic or sexist or anthropocentric imposition of power. And... And here, many times, one must fight for not lost the hope. Um, yeah, religion is not perfect product uh, that we must conf- conserve in at home. A religion is progress, it's evolution, and it's called to to reform. Uh,
2: Another confession of my
1: Catholic religion. Uh, Normally, we are ever delayed. Respect human knowledge, Respect human experience today we can say respect uh, sociological uh, knowledge about about humanity, what we tendentially refuse as something uh, what cannot contaminate our our purity of, of thinking uh, We are delayed so. We needed 300 years for accept solar system. We needed uh, more than 100 years for, say, the first positive word about evolution. Uh, It was John Paul II. And in one Wednesday audience, he he said in, I think it was 1993, evolution is more than scientific hypothesis. It's crazy. But 10 years before, he said it, it was only one among others, scientific hypothesis, and we must, we must treat it in this way. And I asked me what happened in these 10 years that he changed mind and permits finally to Catholics to, uh, to be
2: rational. Doesn't change nothing. But when
1: religion is reduced to politic and I agree with you. You said that it was our past. We are we were ever with politics yes but my problem is when when we when we reduce everything to politic today we don't don't we are not interested as Dalai Lama to form conscience of, of people who, uh, who, who follow him or, or here, we, we are interested to maintain our political and financial power. We have
2: necessity to confrontation in,
1: with essential human issues. Connected with sexuality, with our human identity, with our everyday life of every person in this, in this small village world. And our delayed, religious delayed, respect sciences about sexuality, homosexuality, trans gender people about women today is not more acceptable is shameful and and this is for me
2: the problem of real serious dialog of
1: religion with society with science with no believers or believers differently from your way. We are close and fear of this world, close in our castle um, of rules, norms,
2: dogs. Where are not people where you cannot find human heart when you cannot find love, but
1: but power, not power of love, love of power, and and this is a sin, if you want use theological term. This is the structural sin of religious people. Who form structures and systems and institutions,
2: cultural agents.